Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. I've been drinking like caffeinated cakes. Yeah, it's you great. Know? It's great. You can use them to make the shit out of tea too. Oh man, you got one of those? You got oh, a yeah. Keurig? We, we we don't have a name. We don't have a Keurig. We have like a, a store brand version of oh, one. Oh yeah, but it's uh, all gravy, baby. Yeah, we like never use. Th- we just use it to make tea. <laughs> it's oh, okay. Pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. Yeah, you're right. It's just a fucking hot water machine. Yeah, if you press, I think there's a there's a pod and then a grounds button. If you press the grounds button, it's just gonna shoot hot water through it so you just put the mug in there with the with the the tea the tea bag in it nice and it'll heat up with it'll fill up with hot water i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that right after this i'm also not cutting any of this out no no leave it in yeah i'll probably make some tea too fuck tea boys we tea boy hi everybody hello everyone my name is david bell my name is tom tea boy ryman (laughs) and we just watched top Secret. It's at an exclamation point. It's top secret. Top secret. Starring Hidalgo's Omar Sharif. The Germans are planning something. Time is running out. Have you found out where Dr. Flamand is being kept? Here. This is one of our most popular items. Good. Yeah. Omar Sharif is totally in this movie. Yeah. Uh, holy shit, folks. It's, I don't know what day it is. Who can say? Thursday. We're still in the pandemic. It's a blur. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, big thanks to our Patreon, uh, Matt Osborne. Woo! For choosing this. Uh, Matt Osborne, um, what did, what did Matt Osborne make us do? Um, I don't remember, I, man. I think Matt Osborne made us do Battle of the Fake Bands, and there was like one left over, uh, and it was like, well, watch Top Secret. <laughs> it was like, okay, can do. Never seen <laughs> it before, Tom. Really? Yep. Oh, man. Okay. So this is uh, in a weird little space of time. I looked up the history of this film. Uh, David Zucker had just made Airplane. Yeah, it's Zucker, Abrams, and Zucker. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the, the Zazzes, mm-hmm. um, they just made airplane. They were coming off of airplane and then they made police squad uh-huh. and it got canceled like it, six episodes later. It sure did. <laughs> and, <laughs> it got canceled incredibly quickly. Yeah. They had this sort of like Bruin and they didn't know what to do. They wanted to make a spy Elvis movie. And so they made this, this is made in between airplane and the naked gun is the yeah. point. Yes. Uh, and so it's it's a very weird place in history. Uh, it's got Val Kilmer in it. It sure does in like his first starring role. Yeah, it's got Batman and Alfred. Mm-hmm. And it, they uh, share a couple of scenes together. Yeah. My, Michael yeah. Michael Goff is all over this fucking movie. Yeah. Peter Cushing is there for a second. Peter Cushing is there um, for a hot second. Yeah. 
but mainly Omar Sharif. <laughs> Primarily Omar Sharif getting folded into a tiny car cube. Yeah, car doing d- doing fucking Zucker gags. Omar Sharif, my god. Yeah, he's in three scenes and they're all sight gags. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking weird. I was again looking up behind the scenes. Apparently, when they wrapped, they invited Omar Sharif to a fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. He said yes, and then didn't show up. And I guess, like, when asked about it, he was like, oh, just, you know, in my culture, it's you never say no. <laughs> and so it's it sure sounds like he ghosted yeah. uh, the Zuckers, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know. He's Omar Sharif. He's, he's Omar Sharif, yeah. He's, he's fucking like, Yuri Shivago, for Christ's sake. He's the most famous person in this movie uh, yeah. at, at the time it was released. Yeah. Uh, the movie, by the way, goes kind of ape Dr. Shivago, at least with the the revolutionary ex-boyfriend character. A little bit. A little bit. I mean, it's also a Blue Lagoon spoof. Like, this movie... It's a lot of things. This, this movie spoofs, like, 38 different movies. Yeah. Uh, it's, this is another reason why this is kind of a strange place in history, is this movie was released in 1984, and it's about you know, the resistance trying to uh, fight back against the tyrannical East Germany uh, regime. But it really is just a World War II spy movie. So, yes, with, again, with like a surf rock Right, character. but even, even the music is, like, the music is 60s pop. So, like, yeah. everything, everything about this movie is way out of time. Yeah, and that, I guess, so you've seen this before. Do you have, did you grow up with it? Uh, yeah, we watched it a lot in high school. It was a big movie okay. for me and my friends in high school. Uh, and I s- straight up, I don't want to say stole, uh, but I basically stole a gag from this movie in one of the movies I made in high school. And it's just the, the scene when Chocolate Moose just reaches uh, towards the ed- edge of the screen and somebody from off screen hands him a Tommy gun. Like I've, I've done that gag. In a movie oh yeah. <laughs> it's a very Zucker it's gag. It's a Zucker I mean, gag. Yeah. It's the, Zucker. I couldn't help but overhear your conversation. Like they, they've used that in like three movies. Yeah. Zucker is, I mean, without these movies, we wouldn't have for better or for worse family guy. We wouldn't have, I would say some jokes in the Simpsons, uh, Futurama. Like they, they inspired a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, I would say, animated uh, shows. Like, that's sort of where this type of movie has continued, you know? Because yeah, unless not... this is scary movies, we don't really do them that much anymore. Well, and, 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 and several of the scary movies were Zucker, weren't they? Yeah, the the several... the Yeah, the scary movies, I don't know. The, I, I don't want to call them underrated, but the Wayans killed it in the first two and then zucker took over i think for the rest definitely Uh, definitely for three i'm not sure how many after that yeah and they definitely are lazy um i mean a lot of these these movies it's just throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks right yeah and and there's a certain there's a charm to because a lot of the jokes are just silly and i mean that's zucker that's like the that's the airplane style of right like it's it's not necessarily that the joke itself is like really funny uh, 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 like an example would be where he's the, the the scene in this movie where they're parachuting down um and val kilmer parachutes past her and she's like oh nick wait and then he raises back up to her level it's like stupid shit like that where it's yeah. like 
that's not hilarious, but it's like, it's, well, it's just, everything is just so continuously silly that it's like, you're just like laughing good naturedly with the movie just because, you know, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a vibe really. Yeah. I would say yes and no. I would say that most I mean, of these movies, go ahead. Um, oh, I think the quality of these movies rests on the ratio of how many jokes that make you go, meh, and then how many jokes that make you go, oh, okay, that one got me. Like, that's how they usually work for me. Is oh, yeah, it's, no. It's like, it's like a series of dad jokes, and then one of them makes you go, okay, that was, okay. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, uh, yeah I, didn't, <laughs> like, I didn't mean that to say that, like, none of, yeah. the, jo- none of the jokes are funny, because well, lots of them are funny. It's just, I'm, yeah. I'm glad we got to this, because my having never seen this movie before... This actually feels pre-airplane in its humor in that I actually think a lot of it doesn't work. More of it doesn't work than does. That said, when it works, it was fucking great. Yeah. Um, it, it felt the, the ratio was off. There was more jokes that didn't work than jokes that did. I feel like this, when you've laid the history of this movie on us uh, at the beginning, I feel like that explains a lot because this movie... I, 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 you know, this, this movie is, is, you know, I, I like this movie. It's special to me because I grew up with it, but I recognize that it's not as polished as airplane or naked gun. And I, I feel like it has a lot to do with they're coming off of a show that just got canceled. They have no idea what the the rest of their careers are going to be like. Yes. Um, so this movie is in such a weird, like in addition to it being like a transitional movie, it's also like I mentioned it being out of time, it's like the movie's kind of confusing. Like I always remember, I always remember it taking place in world war two, but it doesn't. No, it is. That's the thing. It's, it's totally because I think airplane, very, very specific premise. Mm -hmm. It's we're spoofing disaster films of its time. The naked gun. Okay. It's a detective series. It's like noir, but funny. Uh, even fucking basketball it's like okay we have a consistent thread here mm-hmm. i think where where zucker tended to veer off in general uh because you see it in the scary movies is when it's just like potpourri where it's like we're just it's a bunch of things like the scary movie films especially again the the later ones I feel like there's no like through line where they're like we want to we want to spoof this it's and just we spoof yeah that. it's just everything that was in pop culture at the moment they want to like make fun of yes like i seem to remember they did war of the worlds and then the aliens were the saw puppet i want to say or something it was something like that where it's like what is you need to there needs to actually be kind of a consistent thread it can't just be and so like yeah i think this suffers that same problem which is like they kind of want to do a lot of things and so the genre it's like this is a surf rock spy romance like what what's happening here yeah it's confusing um yeah and yeah what you were talking about with those movies and like like the super fast and like date movie and epic movie and vampires suck yeah um that's like the dark side of this genre for sure um it's when you get when it is just to the or like meet the spartans yeah um where it's all it's 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 like the worst impulses of Family Guy, where it's just pointing at a pop culture thing. It's not saying anything about it. Yeah, and it's, not, and being it's just like, like, hey, here's that thing. Ha ha. Anyway, let's keep moving. You know, it's right. So yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. 
there's a there's a certain ratio again and also references because you go back and you watch airplane and every now and then it's like oh i bet that was something from the time Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they're referencing a commercial or you know where it's like you can figure it out <clears throat> but there's enough things that are just silly on their own that's just about the genre yeah yeah like that's naked gun and airplane you know do spoof other movies like airplane there's a saturday night fever scene um right but naked like gun they do the untouchables you know the, not uh, not until the third one but yeah <laughs> not until the third one but then but even those theme scenes are funny and then they still do stuff with it's just like little, you know, the fucking first, the end of the first one where the parade goes over the guy. That's fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Just dumb shit like that. Like a cow with yeah. boots. Yes. The cow is the <laughs> highlight. <laughs> the cow with boots. <laughs> and I, the, the, the reason why is, I don't know if they, I think they knew why it was brilliant is because the idea is it's it's two guys in a fake cow but mm-hmm. most of the time it's played by a real cow in boots and it, they don't need to do anything the cow is just funny because right. the cow looks miserable the cow is just like stomping around not really fucking liking any of it mm-hmm. and they just sort of edit their voices over this fucking cow when they kept having the guy go like no yeah <laughs> it's killing me like the stuff, the stuff that was like, eh, I didn't need that. Is like when he starts getting his dick sucked from the, the cat. Oh, I don't know. I like the, I mean, the other thing where he's like, is funny, but yeah, where he's, where he's like, <laughs> why always, why always in such a bloody rush? Yeah, like this, it's a stupid ass lion, but no, no, it's not that it isn't funny. It's just that it's. I was just like, ah, I don't need that. It's this is already fucking hilarious. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, they obviously knew it because. Uh, they like the the cow with boots is in it for a couple of minutes. Like they yeah. really they really let that joke play. There's it's, often... it's funny every time it's on screen. Yeah, a lot of Zucker jokes are. Um, some of the best ones are when I'm just like, ah, that's funny, and then it keeps going, and it's like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> like the I really liked the gag where it shows like the Indiana Jones dotted line of where they're going. And then they they sl- the dotted line slowly stops at the station, and mm-hmm. then they you can hear them getting out, and then it's slowly them getting into the car, and the dotted line continues, and then it turns into Pac Man, and that's where I'm like, ah, that's okay, sure, yeah. but like I like just that simple gag. There were a few gags where I'm like, oh, of course, like it's it felt like if you're a writer at the time, you would I don't know whisper fuck under your breath, Tom. Yeah, uh, where like. They when they do the little model where he's like, okay, that's what we're gonna do, and it's like a makeshift, like a rock mm-hmm. and stuff, and then it slowly evolves into a really nice model. Yeah, like he's, that was he's a great gag. He's using a stick, and then it's like rocks and and just drawing in the dirt, and then he puts a little miniature cow down, <laughs> and yeah. then it just builds from there into this incredibly elaborate castle miniature. Like that's one of those jokes where I'm like, oh, that's like I, like I feel like. Like, obviously, this is why I haven't seen it, but it's like a, why didn't I think of it joke? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, of course, that's a great fucking joke. Yeah, it's it's just goofy. Yeah, they do a lot of visual jokes in this, too. They do a lot of perspective jokes. The train station. The train station. A train. The big phone. Yeah, Peter Cushing and his, uh, his, uh, his magnifying eye. glass. Yeah, and then that scene being entirely in reverse. Which, I don't know why that happened. It was just a, a gag. It was a f- fun thing to do. I guess. That's the stuff where it's like, 
I don't. I it was it was fun. It was more like weird. Like well, was I wasn't laughing. To... I was just like this is fucking creepy. Right? Because yeah, he's got that's... a big ass eye. Yeah, something feels off about it, and it's like partway through you start to realize it's in reverse. And if you haven't figured it out, there's the shot at the end of the dog walking backwards. And then it's like, yeah. oh, cause the dog is the only thing that's not in reverse. Right. They have a lot of gags with the languages, a lot of Yiddish, uh, being said a lot mm. of gibberish as well. Um, uh, yeah, priest... a lot of, uh, yeah, that the, the priest was just saying random Latin phrases. Uh, a lot of the German, they'll just translate it wrong just for giggles. Yeah. And then sometimes a, they won't. Like when he comes up and says, here, you're flaming hogball, sir. Like that's what right. he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, there's it's it's a troll type movie. And I, again, I feel like that sometimes hurts these movies because like it's, it really feels m- less focused yeah, it's, than it's a too, lot of it's, their other films. It, it's too tangential. Like it's not, there's not enough of a cohesive core premise like like with something like airplane or naked gun where it's pretty focused on a specific genre. This is just kind of like you were, you, like you mentioned family guy earlier. This is like toward moving towards kind of the, the, what the negative uh, criticism that people will right. level at family guy where it's just like, Oh, this is just, this is just randomness. Like there's just, there's, there's, there's nothing here. It's just everything you thought of. You just threw in here. Right. And there's the <clears throat> instinct is okay. Sometimes I would say the fucking skeet shooting, surfing skeet surfing was brilliant. Well, the funniest part of that gag to me is when they show the, uh, the billboard like hot 100 and he's like the top four songs and all of them reference, uh, skeet shooting in some way. Oh yeah. 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 See, that's a great fucking button on that. Yeah, Yeah. one of them is like a duet with Tammy Wynette. Yeah. (laughs) It was just, there was something about the skeet surfing, which was like, what a perfectly absurd combination of things. And then it escalates in just the right way, where it's like, you know, the obvious joke is, oh, someone's going to get hurt. And then they start showing them like wiping out and firing the guns and 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 they're hitting random things. Yeah, people having to dodge on the beach. Yeah. And it's just, a and gloriously it, 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 random, but it serves the plot at the same time. Yeah. Whereas I think of the joke like near the end where her boobs light up and it was just like, I don't know why that's in here and it doesn't need to be in here. <laughs> like you now, now you're just throwing random shit in the movie. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of great. <laughs> like it he, is kind of great. He steps out of the water after having an underwater bar fight with the bad guy, which was fun. The underwater bar fight, that was also pretty brilliant because it was like, again, it was like, okay, I get, I get the gag um, when he picks up the stool. And then when they start adding characters yeah. and make it a Western. All the gamblers. Like, all right. all, yeah. They all have to duck beneath the table. That was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Bartender hits him over the head with a bottle. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, he steps up out of the water and it's just like her boobs go like, and then the scene yeah. ends. Like, that's it. <laughs> And that that felt like they just couldn't think of something. <laughs> and one of them was like, I don't know. Let her boobs light up. And then their boobs light up. <laughs> but again, there's so many there's so many uh, there's of just that so, version. There's, there's just, so many Yeah, there's just good. so many I gags. Yeah. The parachuting when it pans to the fireplace. That got me. Yeah. Um Or like when it when it in the when it's a callback to another scene. Yeah, where they pan to the fireplace and then they pan, and they to, pan another to a fireplace. second fireplace. <laughs> because that's 
that's what um it's what you do yeah you kind of yeah, yeah you, you you yeah or that's where or but like that's when also it, where the yeah when it i was just gonna say when it begins and he just crushes the guitar between them god it's so good yeah there's so many moments where it, it they, they know how to spoof uh filmmaking like mm-hmm. how movies are made and yeah. those, i think those are when it benefits but then again then it, uh, again like the boobs lighting up the random shit sometimes it's just like ah, i don't need this um but then at the same time when they cut away to that hitler clock i'm like all right that did it that did it for me <laughs> the, the yeah. crazy hitler clock the stupid I, hitler clock <laughs> I haven't mentioned my favorite fucking gag Garrett, in this Garing's whole thing. exercise book. Yeah, what was yeah. it? Can you guess? It's, again, very small gag, but done in a way that takes advantage of how movies are made. Um, was it the the soldiers just driving in a circle? No, that was solid. Because uh, that, no. that, that was, like, I laughed at the gag, and I was watching with Marine who hadn't seen it before. Um, and I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, so I didn't remember the gag. But so, yeah, I laughed at the joke and then I was like, I, I, like partway through laughing at it, I was like, oh, they're just showing us how you make movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, this saves us a bunch of money on like extras and trucks. We just have <laughs> the same three driving in a circle <laughs> to make it no. look like they're spilling out of a building. The gag, it was it was <clears throat> a visual gag and audio gag, but just the way it's shot, it's the fucking horse carriage. It's the horse. <laughs> The, so the way the bit works it's very simple they need they're going somewhere and it's a fucking horse-drawn carriage and it's a long shot of it and you could just hear the driver singing and he's singing like opera yeah he's just singing something uh, and then it just cuts to the close-up and it's the horse singing <laughs> and it doesn't it's just a fucking singing horse and the horse is like this rubber ass puppet yeah it, uh, yeah, just, it just looks like a muppet away. yeah <laughs> And it was just like, all right, that I lost my shit there because that's fucking amazing. Um, because all it is is it's just yeah, establishing shot. Uh, your ex, you know, all Zucker jokes are expectations, Expectation, and yeah. then yeah, and then here's the real thing. You know, it's guy falling off the side of the castle, and then and he shatters, shattering like a porcelain vase. Yeah, yeah looking that's... down and seeing the mouse in the. Which, by the way, that's the city set. Mm-hmm. I looked this up. It's the set from Superman. Yeah. It was like the old set from Superman, and they're like, let's use that. <laughs> like the one mouse that sprints yeah. in there and crashes into a car, and they put like yeah. the car crash sound effect in there. Right. Um, my two, like the, yeah, my favorite gags in this movie are, and they're really the only ones I remember just because there's so many of them and I hadn't watched in a long time, but it's the, right. when Chocolate Moose kills everyone in the, in the uh, resistance headquarters, uh, uh, and then it just cuts back to him and some random dude just walks by and high fives him and says, my man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, the cow with boots. Yeah. <laughs> the cow with Very boots. few of the, see, I, and this is, I would say this is something that it also, to me, is a sign of a weaker Zucker film. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the jokes we're describing are visual. There are very few verbal jokes that really got me. I think the German national anthem got me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was straight out of like Borat. Yeah. Uh, where their anthem is just about how there's no hope. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind the the New York Post reference. Oh, um, Klaus is a moron. <laughs> yeah. It's only what he reads in the New York Post. Yeah, that was solid. Yeah. Um, man, I think that might be it. They're, they're like, 
there's no don't call me Shirley type things. Uh, uh, I mean, there's, there's a couple. No good there's year, a- no, the worst. Although, is that, wait, is that Hot Shots, the good year one? I think that's- That might not even be Zucker. I think that's Hot Shots, yeah. No, 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 sorry. I, I'm remembering the scene. No, that is not Hot Shots. That is the naked gun. It's the boy meets girl- uh uh like same old story and then she goes good year he goes no the worst yeah uh with the blimp accident but like there's less of that in this i would say yeah there's a couple but like when she hands him the photograph of her dad and he's (laughs) water skiing that's a visual gag again though well well, yeah but like when she asks when he says i saw him in flugendorf prison and she's like how does he how does really how does he look and he's looking at the photograph and says he looks fine Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's solid. That's solid. Um, oh, and I know a little German. He's standing right over there. Oh, I was. That was the one I was going to highlight because uh, they could have easily done like, oh, it's a little person joke, but it's a little old man. Uh, it's just like a, a an old guy, mm-hmm. and I thought that worked out really well. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, I okay. So I've been saving up one last kind of big thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't know if I'm right or wrong here. Okay. I don't think Val Kilmer worked for this. Do you, and I, I guess I should explain why. Mm-hmm. He's very physical and that's great. Yeah. Most of the movie is, just requires him to sing and dance. He does a lot of dancing in this. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the other thing. There's too much music in this. There's they, a they lot bring, they, of music. Yeah they do these like entire fucking dance sequences with very mm. little jokes. And it's, it again, that feels very like Seth MacFarlane would go on to do that, you know? Right. Uh, like it, it, yeah, there's, we keep saying it. There's, there's just too many different ideas going here. So it feels like they w- wanted to make a movie spoofing like the Beatles and Elvis, but also wanted right. to make a spy movie. And it's like, well, we just mash those together. Doesn't, yeah, you re- doesn't really, really work. And I get like reading behind the scenes, they're like, we really had trouble figuring this out. And it's like, yeah, that's because you're not supposed to make that. That doesn't work. Uh, and, and that I think, you know, like that's part of it. Also the songs, which are sung by Val Kilmer. Yes. Um, they, they're not songs that they wrote. It's like Tutti Fruity and shit. So it's like these a couple long of musical. Them, yeah. They're, they're, um, a couple of them are just our real songs that they rewrote the words to. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. The musical stuff felt like it was stretching a lot of the time. Um, but what I was going to get to is Val Kilmer has the energy for Zucker, but he's almost like, and maybe this is about performance, but he's too smirky. Like he's too much of a chuckle fuck. Does that make sense? Like when you go and you look at some of the best movies of this genres, including Hot Shots, Charlie Sheen, playing it real straight, real Mm -hmm. straight faced. Yeah. Um, and he kind of does the opposite in this. He does a lot of winking at the camera. Yes. Uh, and I think that is, whether or not they told him to do it or it was his choice, I don't know. Oh, I'm sure. He, I mean, this is his first movie. Yeah, it's, he probably they is. They probably told him to do that. Yeah. Uh, it, but it doesn't, I don't think it works. <sighs> not, not his first movie, but like it's his first starring role, I'm pretty sure. Right. Um, yeah, I can. I can see that. It's a different kind of character where he's not a hundred percent in on the joke it's just he's aware of how cool he is in this universe right yeah yeah i know what you mean there's Mm -hmm. it's it but it ultimately i don't know there's and uh, maybe it it was because i kept thinking about the spy genre and i get this is it's less about val kilmer i guess and more about what his character is supposed to be because like we said 
they're merging Elvis mm-hmm. uh, and like and like those that that musical like the Beatles. So he's supposed to be like young, hip, cool guy with spy film and spy film. It's like how fucking great would you, it be to see this as a Leslie Nielsen spy spoof film? Like that's what kept kind of running through my head, which was like, get rid of the fact that he's a teen heartthrob. Just make it a spy uh, spoof. Yeah, I guess they just hadn't quite figured that out yet because um, what's his name in Airplane um, is also like cool, you know, kind of like they're 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 doing the gag where he's like he's he he can't really fly since the the tragedy, but like. But he's they, still they kinda, he's still deadly serious. He is. Throughout. Yes. Yeah. And this character is like again kind of in on the joke. And then with the naked gun, they have Frank Drebin, who is deadly serious, but is a buffoon. Yeah, and I realize that it's another sign of a, with the exception of of uh, one movie, which may or may not be considered great. I would say most of the best Zucker movies include actors who are playing it extremely straight. The exception being Basketball. But Basketball is kind of not a Zucker film. It absolutely is. But it's also inhabited by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Mm-hmm. So they bring their own. Like that is that is that was a hell of a marriage. Yeah, it's uh, really fucking funny. <laughs> that movie. It, uh, it's I haven't... Re- it really works. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't seen it in a, in a moment. Uh, but... Right, yeah, it's not. It's yeah, it's 1998. I'm sure there's some jokes in there that are. Oh, uh, for sure. Um, but it's still it has the Zucker. It has the combination. It's just the fact that uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone's comedic sensibilities and Zucker's sensibilities actually like complemented each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think they weren't doing the same thing, but they were no. both. They understood the absurd. Like they met where absurdity met. Whereas like. If you combined them with, I don't know, um, with Seth, if you, if like Seth MacFarlane was in a Zucker film, I feel like it wouldn't quite work. Or say Leslie Nielsen in a Mel Brooks movie. Uh, <laughs> that, that certainly didn't that, work. That didn't work. There's people out there that will defend Dracula Dead and loving it. Man, I haven't seen it in a minute. So maybe, maybe I love, maybe I love that movie. And I don't know it. Man, I, I remember really hating it, it except for the staking scene. <laughs> is that just like tons of blood yeah it's each blow <laughs> it's like showering steven weber in blood and right mel brooks is like it's i, I think it's he's almost dead <laughs> it's it's yeah. a it's a pretty classic gag so yeah i would say mel gibson uh, mel gibson mel brooks movies very different people um mel brooks movies do the opposite they don't tend to have a completely straight man not usually in fact, in fact, like they're usually pretty funny. Uh, like, the, like yes, but they're more like uh, kind of Bugs Bunny characters, where they're yeah. they're funny, but they're also aware of the universe that they're in, of the absurdities, yeah. and take advantage of it. Yes. Um, which so it's I like would say Val Kilmer's almost that in this movie. Yeah, Val Kilmer almost feels like he'd be better suited in a Mel Brooks movie for that reason. Yeah. It's a different, um, it's just a different comedic style. And I guess the suckers were just kind of trying something with this. I don't know. Now I'm kind of curious about this because, uh, you know, I grew up on Zucker and Mel Brooks 
and they they do seem very similar but they there is something different about what they do yes and one of the key things is the fact that there's a certain amount of charm like coolness in the characters in mel brooks where it's like i kind of like 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 i want to hang out with them coolness Mm -hmm. um like you know um both of the main characters in blazing saddles um and spaceball yeah they're all they're all bugs bunny they all have that bugs bunny sensibility don't they a lot Um, of them but and i think it's maybe because mel brooks is more focused Mm -hmm. plot wise and gag wise where he knows exactly when to insert certain jokes yeah mel brooks leans more towards satire yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he's usually uh, de- definitely in a, a lot of his earlier films, he's making fun of something very specific. There's a spoof element for sure. Sh- yeah, mean. for sure. But he's also like he's also talking about like an issue uh, in some of the movies. In some of the movies, yeah, I definitely think he's way more focused in terms of what he's doing a parody of and what he wants to say with the film. Mm-hmm. whereas the zuckers are a little more ab- absurd although I will, um, real quick i, I will say, say i will say real quick that mel brooks has a famous quote where he said uh wit is shit funny is money <laughs> so, perfect <laughs> sometimes you just go for the stupid go joke. for the absurdities <laughs> yeah and, like they both do that for sure sometimes you just have the job with say dink dink yeah <laughs> because it's stupid yeah i'm just plain yogurt like fuck it the lend me your ears gag it's like fuck it yeah who gives a shit yeah what are we what are we doing but also the i noticed there's a character in top secret named latrine yeah oh yeah remind me of men in tights yep yep um but yeah, I guess Zucker is, I want to say he's, he, yeah, he has less to say, I feel like. Um, I believe, and I don't want to, I don't mean this in a negative way necessarily, but I believe he's more right-leaning politically. One of them is, I can't remember which one. Okay, yeah. Um, and it does, they do feel more like they're just doing absurdities. Yeah for the sake of being absurd i would say their films their humor tends to be more pl- problematic in the long run um yeah, like i think history so. is less kind i i think maybe yeah because mostly what they're concerned with is making fun of movies and movie making and pop culture yeah and, and it doesn't I think that's necessarily what it, have like the uh you'll 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 find more incisive uh uh satire in some Mel Brooks movies. Yeah. Um, some. Some, yeah. Definitely not, not all. <laughs> but some. Uh, but I think across the board for for the Zuckers, it's just we're, we are just making fun of the idea of making movies and how silly this all is. And Right. Going back to Val Kilmer in this, would you say, do you get what I'm saying where it doesn't feel like he works quite as well? Um, no, just because I've been watching this movie for so long and i've associated him with this movie for so long okay um and he is very good at what it is they wanted him to be yeah for sure it's just does that character work in this setting is the question and not really it he is he he is a very odd uh creation 
for this film. It's like, why? Okay, so he's a secret agent that's also singing Elvis songs and Beach Boy songs. Um, it's really unfocused with a with a bunch of Bobby Darins backing him up. Like, yeah, what's, it's I almost mean, that sketch seems comedy. Great, but yeah, yeah. And so, like, again, there's some gags in this, which are some of my favorite Zucker gags. Um, but as a Zucker movie, it might be my least favorite. I mean, there's some bad ones. There's some bad ones. Well, what other actually, ones have they the, done? What am I the, not uh, thinking? Yeah, of? I'm. I'm. I'm also. I'm getting them. I'm conflating them with Pat Proft movies. Pat Proft wrote a couple of screenplays for them, I think, but then went okay. off and like directed shit like Spy Hard and Wrongfully Accused, like a lot of Leslie right. Nielsen's '90s stuff, which is very bad. Yeah, they're still making movies. Apparently, I'm. I'm looking at. I mean, they have a movie co- announced David Zucker as a writer called Spaghetti versus Noodle. Uh, I'm afraid to click on it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> all right. The, uh, the description is a comedy about Italians fighting with Chinese over who invented spaghetti. They're, they're, I'm, that's their, their exact word, wording. Um, hmm. uh, you probably shouldn't make that movie, David Zucker. Yeah, that sounds exhausting. I can't imagine. That's I. I I'm. I'm just uh, uh, drowning in all of the racial stereotypes I can yep. see already in my how mind. Much, how much do you want to bet there will be no Italian or Chinese actors? Uh, It'll just be white guys. I hope so. It'll just be Scarlett Johansson. Yep. And all the roles. Yep. Um. Yeah. My God. Oh man. Uh but that's just writing, I guess. I'm not even going to look up who directed it. But yeah, the last thing he did was Scary Movie 5, which yeah, I bet the the later scary movies if I went back and watched those, I'd be like Top Secret is better. And I get that this is a movie that um a lot of people probably have the same like nostalgia that you have that I don't have. Mm-hmm. And for good reason, you know? I get it. There's there's a lot of good gags in this. It's just man, what an unfocused film. It's all over the place. Yeah, this is, yeah. it's too many, uh, it's, it's just too, you're chasing too many joke threads. Yeah. Oh, so uh, I need to, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh yeah. I need to amend what I said is this isn't between airplane and the naked gun because they also made ruthless people, a movie I just remembered existed. Oh fuck. I thought, isn't that the one where, uh, it's Bette Miller, Lanny DeVito and, and kidnappers kidnap her and he's like he doesn't care he doesn't want to pay yeah. to get her back you, for, you forget judge reinhold uh, i thought i thought danny devito directed that movie man directed by uh yeah it's 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 wow it's all three of them it's the zuckers and the abrahams Damn. um yeah and that, I, from what i remember it is an actual movie that right? is a, that is yeah that is a an actual like narrative comedy maybe that was just them being like so we can do this yeah they didn't well i mean you remember i pretty like jerry i think it's jerry zucker one of those motherfuckers directed ghost yeah i don't know what's going on they're all over the fucking place sometimes (laughs) um but david zucker is almost all of it oh he also did my boss's daughter uh that's uh, that's a bummer that's a real bummer ashen kutcher and uh terrence stamp i think Tara Reed and Andy Richter. Tara Reed, that's who it was. I couldn't remember who the female lead was. That's uh that's a nightmare right there. 
Yeah, I'll tell you. Just, let me let me lead you through my thought process. I was trying to remember yeah. who the actress was and my and my boss's daughter, and I kept clicking on. Oh, I think it's Brittany Murphy because I'm pretty sure the lead actress is dead. And then you said it's Tara Reid. And it's like, oh, okay, I know why I thought that. Right. Yeah. No, that's just uh, <laughs> Michael Michael Madsen's in this movie. Sure. <laughs> well, why not? Can you can you imagine? Can you all right? Just guess what the cover looks like with the poster. I know exactly what the cover looks like. Well. Tell me. It's uh it's Ashton Kutcher standing there giving side eye to Terrence Stamp while Tara Reed is behind him adjusting his tie. Okay, so you've seen it. I you've seen I, the- I have I know what this cover looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Is it's it- the all white background with the thick, like colorful yeah. letters. Yes. I, I flag it's flagged in my memory forever for two reasons. One, it's just like a shining example of that era yeah. of movie art. Somewhere in the studio, there's like a basement computer, like fucking, like fucking Zola, uh, that's just like crying and they just pump in information and it shits out one of these posters. Mm -hmm. It's like sentient and just wants to die. Yeah. There's coded messages and all of these. Uh, the second reason I have it memorized is that it's a terrible Photoshop. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's very bad. Like this would have been in one of those bad photoshop articles i think that we used to do oh yeah um final (laughs) tangent remember high school high yes do you think that's any good or is that really racist now it's probably racist (laughs) as fuck but i don't know (laughs) i don't know it's uh it's david sucker wrote it it's not directed no um, yeah um john lovitz and tia carrera i think that's all i remember yeah uh it's Okay, hold on. I'm sorry, folks. I'm so sorry. The director is the guy who played Elias Al- Al- in Die Hard. Ellis. Ellis. God Hart, damn it, I'm Hart, reading it from very far away. Hart Bachner is the director? Yeah. Hart he was Bachner also, he was also directed High School Mask- High? <laughs> yeah, he's 100% in Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. What, what's happening here? He's also in Urban Legends die? Final Cut. Did we die? Don't okay. make me tell you Hart Bachner's uh, filmography. Hart Bachner. Okay. <laughs> I, no, this keeps going, Tom, because now that I look at what he's directed, it makes perfect sense that he made High School High. You know why? Because mm. he directed PCU, Tom. I did not know that. Yeah. He's the director of PCU. Fucking what the Hart fuck Bachner. Is All right. <laughs> Jeremy Pivens, PCU. John Favreau. John Favreau, uh, I don't know what to believe anymore. There's an incredible moment in PCU where John Favreau spikes the camera. It's right when he's about to get on the bus, the George Clinton <laughs> bus. He just looks right into the camera. Oh, yeah. It's like, and you're he John says, Favreau. You he says, I'm going to make Disney millions. I am going to become the Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> do we have, we have anything else to say? No, we're talking about other movies now, so... Yeah, I mean, this movie, it's always hard talking about It's hard talking about comedy movie. because well, comedy, comedies yeah. in general because it ends up being what we wound up doing for 20 minutes of this episode, which is just talking about all the jokes that we liked. Yeah. I can't stress enough. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite things about Zucker comedies and Mel Brooks comedies, but mainly Zucker, is seeing actors who are too good to be in the movie. Oh, yeah. And so seeing Omar Sharif... With like a windshield wiper on his face and a lady's boob in his face mm-hmm. getting squirted. Mm-hmm. And he's like old ass Omar Sharif too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, it just brought so much warmth to my heart. That's uh, it's yeah. No, it's part of the formula of these movies. Like that, Leslie Nielsen was that in Airplane. Yeah, and then and then he was just like, I'm going to yeah. make a career of this. Like, mm-hmm. imagine if Omar Sharif did the imagine same Omar thing. Omar Sharif had done it, yeah. But like, yeah. Uh, like or the, Peter Graves in Airplane, of course. But he's also done, I think, other funny things. He's done other comedies, yeah. And yeah. Ro- Robert Stack has too. But Robert Stack was also occupying the Leslie Nielsen position of being. Yeah. We are incredibly serious, dramatic actors that are doing this goofiness. Right. Broken Lizard kind of does it. Like they got uh, Brian yes. Cox and Super Troopers. They got Brian Cox killing it in Super yeah. Troopers. Bill Paxton, although Bill Paxton did a lot of comedy, but yeah, um, and other they've gotten they've gotten some pretty they've gotten a few. There, there's it's it's kind oh. of a tradition. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan, <laughs> who it turns out was meant for comedy. Uh, he was fucking brilliant and slamming salmon. Yeah, and a Talladega Nights. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's a tradition, I think, of zany comedies, right? Yeah, you get a, um, a, a, a Adam Sandler got, actor, yeah. did it all the time, too. I think it just works really well in the Zucker ones, because you get to see some really stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Airplane 2, of course, had William Shatner, which feels less special now, because Shatner is kind of just, well, he'll be in anything. Uh, but yeah. uh, at the time, I think it was probably a bigger deal. I don't know. Mel Brooks, like, uh, I don't know. Does he, Mel Brooks just has good actors in his movies. Most of them are comedic actors. Most of them are. Like you think about like the cast of Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein. Those are all comedic actors. Yeah. For the most part. Bill Pullman is the weirdest fucking casting choice. He really is. Bill Pullman's a weird casting choice in anything he's in. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But it's like, it was kind of early Bill Pullman. It's like when Jack Black was showing up as Marauders. Yeah. And and like, we didn't quite know what he was yet. Yeah, holding a gun to Stallone's head and Demolition yeah. Man. It's like, oh. Uh, like, hey, you got Jack Black for that, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking weird. Wasn't there other, uh, it doesn't matter. No, we're doing it again. Yeah, we're doing we're, it again. We're just, yeah. um, <laughs> that is fascinating <laughs> that Jack Black had a brief career playing heavies. Yeah. <laughs> Why would that ever be the case? Probably because he's kind of big. You know, he's not yeah. tall, but he's a, you know. He, he's still like, even his comedic sensibilities, he feels like unhinged. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. He's got real cable guy vibes to him. Uh, you know, he, that's he's, like, a, he's a straight, he's a straight character in cable guy, but yeah. I know, but I just mean that. The, oh, for, first of all, I forgot he was in cable guy. Hey, Spence uh, Stiller's friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who gets fucking beaten up to Hey Man, Nice Shot for the second time in his career. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that, that like people realized it quickly about Jim Carrey too, which was like, this guy's kind of fucking dark. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think Jack Black has a little of that. And in fact, could probably do a scarier. I don't know. He could, he could, he could go somewhere with that. That kid's got potential, you know? Yeah. <laughs> now that he's in his fifties and, and very yeah. well settled into his career. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's going oh, place. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, <laughs> should we should we say thank you to matt osborne yeah thanks to matt osborne for telling us to watch top secret mm, uh mm. and then we did and i hadn't seen it so i'm surprised um, you hadn't seen it yeah it was really yeah i was yeah, not it was like loaded that. weapon remember when we did loaded weapon it's the same where it was like they've always been i didn't even i don't think i even knew for the longest time that it was a zucker film 
uh, top secret, I mean, where it was just like, it was always kind of on the back burner. And then you get old and you're like, when am I serious? When am I going to sit down and watch top secret? You know, yeah. you still, you get, you get in your fifties, you're settled into your career. You're like, I'm not just going to throw exactly. on top secret. Exactly. Um, so thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Matt Osborne. Um, uh, they did this through our Patreon, uh, specifically patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. We have a, a tier where you can produce episodes of We Just Watched and make you wa- make us watch whatever you want for $5 a month. We have two podcasts a week. Those podcasts are Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Moeller is a Maniac. We also watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. Uh, you know, lots of going on. That is accurate uh we also hmm. have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash gameplay employed we can get t-shirts masks mugs stickers posters all kinds of things so check that out check it out check uh, check check it out yeah and uh if you're jack black call call us yeah we man. got some thoughts about we, your career man yeah, we, we can got, finally get this going we had some pitches for you mm-hmm. if you ever if you ever get tired of the comedy game yeah did you ever think about doing movies <laughs> 